Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, the CEO of Global Basketball Report, Mark Cook, former college basketball coach and now uh, scouting the college ranks into the NBA. Mark, great to have you on and uh, super meeting you uh, Saturday at the uh, McNeese uh, Nichols State game. So um, right off the bat, I'll ask you because I know why you had the McNeese game. They have, they got a couple guys there that you were taking a long look at uh, for the Cowboys. So uh, your evaluation of those couple players and man, just how quick it has happened for Will Wade and in McNeese. Yes, thank you for inviting me on. Yeah, I was looking at the, the guard bell from McNeese specifically. Um, athletic score, uh, they're the number one team in the conference. So I figure uh, someone is averaging the leading score 17 a game at McNeese probably will be the MVP. And a couple of years ago, the MVP was actually invited to the seniors combine in uh, Portsmouth invitation in Portsmouth Invitational Tournament um, in Virginia. Mark, he's not a real big guard either. Now he's strong and he's quick. Yeah. Because the funny, the funniest thing that happened after the game, I was driving back to New Orleans, and I I received a text, and the text was to give me an evaluation of wealth, <laughs> and I had to call it, call the person back that I work with. And tell him I, I'm just coming back from watching McNeese, and we talked about a few things. But I'm going to watch McNeese again, uh, play again when they come to University of New Orleans, so I can get a better feel for him. Even though he's six foot, yeah, you know he he's quick, he's athletic, and he's a scorer. He can go to the basket, he can shoot it off the dribble, he can catch and shoot from distance. So he has all the skills. You know, he does not have the height, but since I was asked to evaluate, that's what I do. Man, he ran the well, tempo, though. Well, he, like, he ran that tempo well, really and, good. And, Mark, like, like you're saying, height, I don't know. Uh, how tall is Chris Paul? I don't know. I wanna look, when I look at Chris Paul and what he's done in his NBA career, I mean, and uh, the question is, right now, because uh, you're familiar with this, can the Pelicans close out the regular season strong? The reason why I bring that up, now, uh, it matters who you play and all that. Uh, can you take care of business? And I don't know, the upper echelon, uh, the Pelicans have struggled somewhat, but they won seven of eight games going into the all-star break. They're on a 49-win pace. Uh, there's only one team in uh, franchise history that's broken past a, a 50-win mark, and that was 2007 and eight when the Hornets had Chris Paul at point guard. Uh, that season, uh, people don't realize, but Chris Paul – I mean, I remember having a CP3 T-shirt. I uh, finished second in the MVP voting, voting, and then the Hornets came within one uh, game of advancing to the Western Conference Finals. I remember against uh, the Spurs. So what do you look at this Pels team? Because we want to be at the Smoothie King Center. We want to pack it out. 
It doesn't matter if we got to go to work on Thursday morning. We want to be in that number on Wednesday to sell out the Smoothie King Center. But if you have that 2007 8 version of the Hornets, hell yeah, we're going to be there. I think you would agree with that. Yeah, uh, with the with the way they're playing right now, as long as they continue to be consistent like that, be consistent every night. And and I like last year what one of the guys said at the end of the year when they lost in the playoffs. We be, we have to become professionals. When he's talking about the younger guys, you know, you, you know, it's 82 game schedule. So you have to be a professional. You got to take care of yourself and you have to come with the mindset every night to bring it. And right now they're playing that way. They just have to continue to play that way after an all-star break. It just because the West is a beast. Yeah. The, the, right the West is a beast. And uh, what I'm somewhat encouraged, and I think this would motivate me uh, instead of, you know, rest it on your laurels. Uh, look, this year's version of the Pels uh, doesn't have uh, any MVP candidates or all-stars. You look at uh, there's still time for Zion. He's only 23. Ingram's like 26 years of age. But one of the biggest positives this season is the fact that Zion and uh, B.I. Brandon Ingram, uh, they've been consistently in the lineup. Uh, look, they combined yeah. to miss 90 games last season. Uh, this season, collectively, they've only missed 15. So yeah, uh, how, how are you going to be held accountable? You got to be available. And now they're finally available. Yes, they like I said, they have to be professionals. That means you have to show up every night, even if you're at eighty percent. You have an injury, but you feel like you're at eighty, eighty-five percent. You still have to go out there and play if you want your team to to get that far. Herb Jones is playing great for them. You know, he's developed his three ball where he's he's a consistent outside shooter. Now he's always had the reputation of being a great defender. So you have those three guys and a veteran guard out there who's used to winning. So they have the ingredients to be consistent night in and night out and be consistent winner night in and night out. Now, Mark, I wanted you to comment on this because when you look at the whole team, uh, you know, who's in the game, who's on the bench, and when you look at the roster. And I thought this was interesting. I was reading this where and I said, well, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the the Pelicans, even though you look at All Stars and all that, but the Pelicans' biggest strength is the talent they have, one through ten on the roster. You look at their bench units, are outscoring other teams uh, by basically three and a half points per one hundred possessions. Uh, that's the second best mark uh, amongst N- NBA teams right now. And then you got a guy like uh, Jordan Hawkins. You know about he is not disappointed, and he can't even get in the damn game. So, so what is your take? Did you see this, that Jordan Hawkins was on this level and the confidence that he has? Look, uh, he, he's had, what, a few 30-point games this season. Well, we know and, he can shoot. And the thing is, sometimes he don't even, like, get a chance to go in the game. Well, what's your take on Jordan Hawkins and as far as the Pels bench? Well, I like him on the bench, and, and you have to have some future on the bench. He's, he's one of the future guys that, that will develop into a very good player. Um my thinking was that's why they got rid of Lewis because he was coming along fine and, you know, everybody cannot play. So, you know, they had to, they had to trade one of their older, older draft picks. You know, I thought Lewis was a very good player for that Alabama. Um, you know, Hawkins from Connecticut, he's got a winning pedigree. You know, he comes from a place right. where they're used to winning. So, and that makes a big deal. You know, it's, Connecticut now is like, almost like the UCLA of old days, you know, they expect to win championships, you know, their players, you know, expect to win, win uh, when they get to the NBA, because that's what they've done in college. One of the things in scouting, we always say is we look at college programs, 
you have to have two pros out there to get the NCAA tournament. If you have a college program and you have two pros that are playing together, you have definitely have a chance to get the NCAA tournament. Mark, uh, of the college players you've seen this year in the Southern region, who are the maybe a couple of them on the elite level that, that you've been able to see? Well, locally, uh, LSU, Tulane, McNeese, UNO, and Southern each have a person that the NBA is looking at. Uh, Will Baker, the seven-footer from LSU, he has showed that he can be a stretch four, stretch five. And that's what the NBA is looking for now. The, the, the post player that plays on the block in the NBA has gone the way of the fullback in football. Right, <laughs> you know, right. They're just that's extinct true. right now. Uh, Kevin Cross, Jalen Forbes out of Tulane, Cross is a 6'8 kid, Swiss Army knife, does everything well except shoot the ball from distance. Um, and Nice has Wells, which we just talked about. Jordan Johnson at uh, UNO was averaging 21 points a game. He's number eight in the country. But same thing, he's a 6'1 guard. Uh, Southern has a, a junior, uh, Rayshon Joseph, who's averaging 20 points a game, but he's 6'3", and he is an underclassman. So locally, those are the guys that are getting a little, little, little acknowledgement from the NBA teams. Now, uh, Mark, um, when you look at the top 25 and um... – when you look, obviously, you talk about the South, and you look at the, uh, okay, I'm going to look at the SEC, and you look at Tennessee. Uh, I thought that that was kind of intriguing because, uh, you know, we always stroke, uh, obviously, SEC football and SEC baseball, but I'm looking at it right now in the top 25. Do you know the SEC basketball has six teams ranked in the top 25, <laughs> and they tied uh, with the Big 12 with six teams, and ain't out West. Or it ain't the ACC. If you look at top 25, SEC has six, Big 12 has six. So what do you look at like Saudis and Conference basketball as a whole right now, considering they haven't gotten out? Everybody talks about Kentucky in the past, Florida, if you go old school and all that. But you look in the state of Alabama, Auburn, Alabama, uh, where they're at. But I thought that was interesting. Okay, who's ranked right now? And in the thick of things, uh, I look at the SEC and the Big 12, the top conference in the nation. And Ole Miss has a coach that's eventually going to turn that key over on the car. Yes. Um, in fact, uh, Saturday night I'm going back to LSU to see Mississippi State play, yeah. who their coach has done a good job turning it around. SEC, a while back, uh, I can't remember the commissioner's name, where he kind of emphasized, all right, we're a football conference. Let's put some money into men's basketball. That's where we can make some money. And when the schools in the SEC decide to put money into basketball, that's when it's just blown up. And right now, it's it's at the pinnacle. You know, you're going to have draft picks in there. You're going to have teams go to NCAA. You're going to have teams that go far, and, you know, they're going to go past the first weekend, play in the second weekend. So uh, I enjoy watching them. Because this this is <laughs> this is what I do in this part of the country. I right. get to see all the SEC. Uh, games at LSU to scout for the NBA, and I enjoy watching the talent level. And as I'm looking at LSU, you know, new coach and everything, and I look at it and say, well, he's got to bring that talent level up because in order to be competitive in there, you have to have almost guys that are lottery picks, let alone be a pro. They almost have to be lottery picks because that's who you're going to play against. 
Well, uh, Mark, exactly. Uh, you know, the coach and uh, the program, you look at Will Wade, what he's done at McNeese, and how uh, you look at the future. I think Will Wade's a winning coach. Uh, you know, whether I look at what happened at Kansas with Arizona. I mean, uh, come on. Uh, not Even the at right Texas. place, the right time. Yeah. yeah. So, so when I look at all that, uh, I mean, uh, all I know is the same thing. You know, it was another cat. Uh, I, I know they're winning. Bruce Pearl. Uh, I think he was winning at Tennessee. Now he's winning at Auburn. That don't happen by accident. Because uh, I no, think all certain those guys are very good coaches. Yeah, certain individuals that know, know the what they're doing. Do. Right. Yes. <laughs> they know the game. They and not only do they know the game, they know how to run a high level Division One program and operate it in the correct way. Uh, you know, little things that that got them in the past. You know, you don't even get in okay. trouble anymore. So, okay, yeah, you don't get in trouble anymore. <laughs> you know, Calvin Sampson. You know, he was six years in the NBA because he made too many phone calls during the week when the NCAA rule was yeah, you know, we could make one on. phone call a week, and he's went to Houston and turned it around. Look at Bruce the Houston Pearl, Cougars, man. amen. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> but I look at Will Wade like that right now because you know the rumor mill has him. You know, there's, there's two big openings right now: the Paul and Ohio State. And the rumor mill is that, you know, he's going to get a shot at one of the big six jobs. Um, basketball, we call it the big six. And um, in football, you call it, the, uh, you know, the, the power five. Power five. And but now it's the power yeah. four because the Pac-12, you can't yeah, have Oregon State and Washington yeah, State. ain't that no more. So, so it's the power four. Because <laughs> yeah. the, 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 basketball, you have to call it the big six because you have to include the Big East Conference. Yeah, exactly. football. So they call it the big six. And I could see him getting if, – if he wins the Southland Conference, Will Wade will not be at McNeese next year. <laughs> Mark, um, you were a coach in the women's game. And so Bob and I were talking about this, of the face of the franchise. Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese at LSU. Okay, and you look at NCAA basketball today – how many people can name you the top player on the top teams? You know the coaches, they've become the face of the franchise. But look at women's basketball and what that sort of duo, what Clark has done, what Angel has done, to put that in the limelight. And they must watch TV. Well, like Mike was saying, Mark, uh, when you look at, okay, I'm not hating nobody. But uh, women's college basketball, there's more name recognition than the male version of NCAA college basketball as far as who the fans know. I mean, I don't know. I look at Clark at Iowa. Uh, she's like the Steph Curry. I mean, hello. I mean, uh, you yeah, know, it, you bring the – I mean, uh, that's just what you witness. If you're a casual fan, I'm not talking about no diehard basketball fan because you know, like you, everybody knows that. I'm talking about if you casually on Saturday and you're watching men's or women's basketball and all you're that. You're going to flip that yeah, 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 yeah. to uh, that to channel and all of a to sudden, watch them. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, what do you think of that uh, right now where we're at as far as that goes? Well, women's basketball is in that, that aspect will, all, will grow because of NLI, NIL, excuse me. Um, the women's game, as far as college is concerned, the players are getting more money playing college basketball than they would be playing professional. The WNBA. WNBA. Yeah. So you're going to have people stay in school for four years and play. So that way that name recognition will get out there because, you know, college men's college basketball it's how fast can I get my one year out? Because in the NBA, you only become draft eligible at 19. So you right. have to either, you know, play in the G League or, or, or go to school for at least one year. But the college women's side, they're going to stay four years because 
you know, you have people making six figures <laughs> yes. you know, playing women's basketball. So I can see that growing as far as name recognition, player recognition, those kind of things. And, you know, it's social media. You know, the women, the yeah. women's game is going to have more likes on their social, on social media. So it's going to have more recognition. Now, uh, you know, Mark, uh, you evaluate talent at the highest level. Uh, but how, how do you, because I always talk about this with Mike about the NFL. A player might be skilled at a very high level from a physical standpoint, but how do you check their heart? How do you check their mind? Uh, when I look that, at this, that's Mark's job to do. Hey, so Mark, when I look at Ben Simmons and coming out of Australia and LSU, where he was drafted, you know, we talk about a head case. Now I'm not poo-pooing, uh, you know, anxiety or mental illness and all that, but Ben Simmons, you talk about stealing money. The fans look at that. Come on, this cat gets all this money. And then he decides he's going to play when he wants. Oh, my lower back's hurting. My lower back hurts uh, every day of my life. I mean, what? I mean, so when I look at that, how do you evaluate that as scouts, considering well, uh, the guy got so much ability, and then all of a sudden he's afraid to dunk because he might not make 50% of his uh, three point, I mean, free throws? I mean, that to me, that'd be the toughest job as a scout because you know you can see the physical attributes, but you can't trust them. I, I don't know. That's mind boggling. No, it's it's true, but fortunately, I scout for the league itself. I don't scout for a team. The, the finding okay. a person's heart, how how they want to play, I leave that to the teams and those interviews, all that stuff. Because when we're at the combine right. in, in in Virginia, they'll play the games, you know, and then that evening each NBA team will have a suite or something. Well, they'll invite a player up and sit down and have a conversation with him, try to get into his head, kind of figure the kid out. All we can do is tell them, all right, this is a conversation I had with him maybe at the school or at the combine, and that's all we can tell you. You know, you you know, you know, guys are getting paid to do this. You have to dig deep. You know, a lot of money, <laughs> so you have to figure out, you know, if does this kid have a lot of heart. Um, I, I look at it as the older the kid, I think the more mature you're going to get, especially in the NBA now, because last year from the combine, we had three people that are on NBA rosters right now. And they were seniors. And, you know, in the NBA, they talk, well, are you going to get a, a kid that has potential one year out of school and maybe wait three years? Or are you going to get a, a kid who's a senior or a junior that comes out that can help you right away? You know, as a coach in the NBA, I want somebody who can help me right away. Right, because yeah. They fire coaches left and right in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not winning, you're, you know, you're gone. So if I'm a coach, I want an older. I want an older kid that can, that can help me win games right now. Well, well, I can't wait four years. And you know, Mark, uh, like the Pels with Jordan Hawkins, he has not disappointed from day one. Jordan Hawkins, you know, it's about ready made for the NBA. Uh, you talk about swagger, confidence. He's very mature. I mean, ain't no Pels fans hating on Jordan Hawkins. Now, can he get in the game? They have fans telling me. And he got to get better on defense. No, no, no. But they still say he can score. No, he can score now. They they want him playing way more than than he plays the minutes he gets. Mark, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Great to have you on. At least we ate good Saturday at Lester's house. Right, Mark? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Mark Cook, CEO of Global Basketball Report, NBA Scout.